Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. How much time till we're on? Ron, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage, drive car of the year. It certainly is. And Badge and Sats back in the studio for a Monday night. Jason here as well. Hello, boys. What a great round of Rugby League Round 2 was. Rugby League and AFL as well. Round 1 of the AFL, which is, yes. which is really good. But up and running. Yeah, some amazing games. Uh, pretty big performances. And if I had to look at a performance over the weekend that really impressed me, I'd have to say North Queensland. Yeah, Newcastle were very, very good. I really remember who your opponent is. And geez, copping some flack. Mm. Tigers fans, I know we're going to ask for their opinions on how their sides went, but uh, they're copping, copping plenty of flack there. But yeah, some 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 great performances. Um, the, the Titans and Warriors, you know, was it wasn't well. What actually wasn't that good. Well, you <laughs> boys were there. It was entertaining. Yeah. We were there. Shall we be the Sharkies getting up? Look at the Sharkies what getting up right at the end. What and their first finish. game back at Shark Park for two years. Outstanding stuff. ScoMo amongst the, the punters as well. Fitzgibbon's first game. Yeah. Then he got a car park. Toby Root. Scobo? No. Scomo? He would have parked with the punters. Mm. He would have gone and played the pokies in the, in the league's club after. through it. the building site. Yep. Were they doing that? And um, and Toby Rudolph. In the crowd. Yeah. What just was the go there? Jumping in the crowd and celebrating with the fans. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's great. Are they allowed to with COVID yeah, stuff going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, no, just fine. go for your life. If ScoMo's there, it's okay. Yep. Hey, welcome to Sports Day. Our listeners through the Super Radio Network, Southern Cross Austero, and of course, SEN. You can get involved anytime you like. 0457 736 736. Shoot us a text. What's the matter, Badge? Oh, it's nothing, mate. Sorry. Just get the noise coming on again inside. My headphones. <laughs> right, okay. stuff, stuff going on inside my headphones. head. I can't tell you That's about it. You can be diagnosed okay. if you want. We'll have a chat after the show. <laughs> uh, you can get in touch with us too. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Don't forget to tell us your name, how you're listening, where you're listening from. Best text tonight mm-hmm. wins for themselves a Spinalese pillow. Mm. How good is that, boys? I take mine when I travel now for the NRL Nation. And it's true, though. It makes you a better lover with a Spinalese pillow. And That's nice skin. Who has the nice skin? See, I'm a 50-year-old man that travels with a pillow on a plane. They're like a teenage get, girl going to a camp. Exactly. So. Nice. Good fun. We want make photos. Sure, make sure. No, I don't want photos. Put them on the so. Instagram. Well, share the, them. the pillow he was carrying was worth more than the hotel room he was staying in the other night. Apparently. Yeah. What was the name of that pub? No, we don't we won't get into Oh, okay. We're not gonna, I shouldn't have mentioned that. Oh. You okay? You survived though. Oh. And those sores around your face and all that they'll disappear over time. Yeah. Bed bugs. I've never seen rats as big <laughs> as what I saw on Friday night. Yeah, you were padding one thing. It booking, was a cat. Why are you booking cheap stuff, Sats? Like you're getting paid pretty well. Just get yourself a nice room. <laughs> Remember the Rocky movie where they go and train oh. somewhere else? Don't and, worry. And, no, well, hang on. And and Paulie's yelling at the, the, the drunken bums on the street. That was Sats. <laughs> was it? Were you out? Had, 
You, you slid the window up and you're like, no hot water, it's just all cold. And you know what time it is? Talking about Rocky, how good was Sunday yesterday? 12 o'clock on Nine Go, I think it was. Every Rocky movie from 12 o'clock onwards. Stop it. How are you meant to get stuff you done can't around watch the house? So during the ads, during the footy, switch over. See which Rocky was on. Oh, that's right. Footy didn't start until late. They had the four what o'clock and the Rocky? six o'clock game. Um, Sylvester Stallone. I think it was the best Rocky. Rocky. Which one was the best one? Oh, I, original. To, for me, it's Rocky Three. Number one. We went oh, the original. Lang. Yeah. Oh, you go back now and you go, oh, it's a bit, you know. But the original one, that was yeah, the big he, one. He, he won an Academy Award for that. Mm. And, and didn't he? he well, he wrote didn't it? win it, but the he movie did. No, he did. He lived it. He won, I think he won for director or something like that. Oh, yeah, not as actor, yeah. No, no. So, mm. hey, what was your favourite Rocky movie? 0457 736 736. I'm with you, Badge. How could you go past Clubber Lang and Thunderlips? Yeah. And so what year and was Rocky? Don't say Rocky won, anyone, please. It's what year was Rocky? Rocky. Rocky? What year was Rocky? I think that was 1976. Was it? Yeah. I was going to say 79. Mm. Okay. I wish you had it been because you would have been. I was ruined. I was, I was, like, what was thanks. that? Fonzie has to say it for I me. I can't say. <laughs> is that a new stinger, is it? Yeah. yeah. Can we and now, can now, you give me sounds a like, stat? Sounds now like I was ruined. Now, listeners. Um, I was ruined. We just want, <laughs> that's horrible. We just want to educate the, the listeners there. Yeah, and, and Woogie loves these, what they call stingers, the, um, you know, the different forms of audio. The sound effects and audio. Yeah, so we've got a new one anytime that a, a stat is thrown up. And I'm going to give you an example, okay? There's yeah. a, a big match on Thursday night. One of the rivalries, the Dragons up against the Sharks, 6th versus 10th. Head-to-head, they've played since 1998, which is when the NRL was first formed, 48 times. It's 23-24 apiece with one draw. Crab stack. Mm, there you go. No, no, what was your other crab stack today? Because the third test kicked off today between Australia and Pakistan in Lahore. Yeah, Lahore. They're, they're at lunch at the moment. And two for 70, the Aussies Australia. Off to a bit of a dodgy well, start. Well, we were two for... Warner and Labashane, yeah. yeah, went very cheaply. Yeah, my wasn't really a stat. It was, well, it was. Okay, well, it is a stat. Uh, Lahore, where the third test is, it is in the top three ovals in the world where the end result is a draw. Crap stat. Crap stat. If you've got a crap stat for us, listener, we'd love to hear from you tonight. 0457 736 736. Got a couple of texts already. Uh, Knights on top of the table. Woohoo. Uh, he wants he wants the Oprah. Can you give us an Oprah? What? Knights are on top of what? the table. Yeah, Noticeable difference in defence this year, conceding only 10 points in two games. Very early days, but positive signs. Nick Actually, from Newcastle, you're right. While you say that, Badge, there's a stat right there, conceding 10 points in two games, Nick. Crap stat. It's not a crap. That's a there's good stat. A, there's another stat for you. That's rude. In, the two, in their two first games, yeah. they've conceded tries in the last five minutes. Crap stack. Crap stack. That's a that's not a bad sign either if you can defend that long. Uh, another text here from uh, Clacker Tony. I was ruined. He's Tony from, from the Gold Coast. Yeah. He says his favourite was Rocky Nine. He's 105 years old and he belts a bloke <laughs> at bingo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's Good in on the draw. You're on You're uh, on fire. You're in the draw for the spinal leaves. Hey, help pillow. Visit. Like it. Sorry. Helped us out on the weekend with our food and drinks, Woogie. No, he didn't. He did. He put a call in. Is that the clacker from the Gold Coast Titans? Yeah. No, he didn't. 
He didn't help us. He, Clacker gave us I no help him. whatsoever. I heard him put the call the in, and then we got food and drink. Listener, uh, I listened to the <laughs> SEN coverage on Saturday afternoon. I thought, I'll listen to the boys. Dad just whinging about parking? Parking. Whinging no. about parking. No, you were. You said, oh, we got three parking passes. Meantime, everyone else has got to walk 10 kilometres. That wasn't a whinge. To... I said it was funny because it was a pink pass, Sats, wasn't it? Yep. Well, when oh. I didn't have any. Where's the music? My, my printer wasn't going, so I printed out it was yellow. Yep. Oh, they were just, you know, they couldn't, they could I said, this is a pink pass. I went, no, it's not. So that's a whinge. Oh, it that's says pink. <laughs> it's not a whinge. It says so pink. Saying, hang on. So no, we don't funny. know. We haven't been told where the yellow section is. It was is. funny. I'm going, look, it says pink. And they're going, that's not pink. And I in mean, the yeah, mean, my printer's not working. In properly. the meantime, the humble person is walking 10 kilometres from the train station to get to the stadium. And then straight after, I hear the both of you complaining about no water. No, I didn't. And I was Sats actually... walks back with a plate of sandwiches and goes, I've got a plate of sandwiches and two bottles of water. No, and Batch goes... Is that all? No. Yes. He had no. one bottle of water. He had one bottle Sorry. of water. I said, he said, that's all there was. And I went, okay, I don't want to share with Potsy a bottle of water. You know, you can buy stuff, guys. Just hey, You can't know. once you're on the air, Woogie. You can't what get out. What do you out? do? Well, he got out to go and well, get you a go, bottle of water. You go out and go and get yourself a coffee while we're on the all air. All right, I will do, do a better sense, job. Glenn, the Newcastle <laughs> reality king, says, my favourite Rocky was Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh. That's typical that Glenn, the reality king, isn't it? There's a... Is the reptile says Rocky Four had the best soundtrack? True. Rocky Two no. was the best movie. Yeah, no, 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 Rocky no. Four. Two. Cl- no, that was the what's Rocky. his name? Was Ro- it Club of No, Rocky, Rocky two? two was the rematch with Apollo Creed. No, there could be no rematch. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Uh, the yeah, what one? I'm sorry, I'm going to have to correct the the list. Rocky there. Four had the best soundtrack. No, it didn't. It was Rocky Three had Eye of the Tiger. Oh, can you play please. him for us, Woogie, so we can choose? Sure. Why don't we just play that and go home? Mm. Can you get onto that, Rook? We got a new producer. He's good too. Nick from can Newcastle. Rocky Four is the best. Ivan Drago, I must break you. And Bridget, uh, what's her name? Bridget, he played Nelson. his wife. Bridget Nelson. That was Sylvester they look Stallone's like twins. partner. Yeah, they were. Mm. Yeah, and her and Drago look like twins. Yeah. Hey, um, text here, Badge, Sats, and the other guy. Whose kick was the season's best field goal so far, I suppose? Pappy's or Latrell's? Well, let, let's take let's Latrell's take was what, the two-pointer. The two let's take what Pappy's meant, which was the... The win, yeah. a lot of pressure. He had to yeah. step off his foot, also off his right foot, and and try and off his left recalibrate himself. Oh right, yeah, back off the right. Yeah. Um, based on purely the field goal, I can't go past Latrells. He did exactly the same kick, probably a little bit more closer to the the mm. sideline in two thousand nineteen for the Roosters to beat Melbourne. I reckon there's a chance they'll both make our Kia top seven. Yeah. Yes, good point. They will too. Uh, 0457 736 736 is our text. Do you want me to get through our guests? Uh, to oh, our sure, guests? sure. Uh, ben Damon, uh, of course, from Main Event, will be joining us soon. He's heading on a plane, sitting next to, can you believe this, Jeff Fanick? Yeah. All the way to the US. 15 hours. But at uh, least you're not sitting next to some oversized person who's going to, you know, give whoa, you no room. What? Hang on. Sit next to Jeff Fanick. Why? You can't say that. What yeah. does it matter? Because that, it does matter, Woogie, on planes. Yeah, you might You're, think it, but you actually just you can't, can't say it on can't radio. Say it. Okay, if we don't mm. put that bit in. Please. One bottle of water and overweight <laughs> people on planes. Listen to him. What are you worried and about? My pass is Why would you take offence to that? Uh, what? No, I'm not taking offence. Well, you saying just I'm did. fat? You said you can't. I you, didn't say you that. Did. You did take offence. You thought he was having a go at you if he's having to sit next. Well, to you, you having a go at me? Plane. No, I was saying you'd want to sit next to Jeff Fennick than someone who's 125 kilos with Woogie. That's oh, he wouldn't saying. be in the comedy. No, Matt Damon said that. Badge very rarely steps right when he gets on a plane. Oh, very He's always rarely. left. He weasels his way up the front. Mm. 
Um, yeah, so Ben Damon, not Matt Damon, will be joining us on the show today. Of course, Joel and Fletch as well. And what else? Oh, I guess he's back from holidays with a mankini tan, Chris Nelson. Oh, where did he go? Some island? Hamo Island. Just hanging out with all the rich people. Geez, he must get paid well. Oh, he does. Clearly. Well, he, he doesn't win them from his tips. Mm. So uh, anyway, uh, they'll be joining us real soon. What is your highlight from the weekend? Uh, love to get those from you as well. 0457 736 736 uh, tonight. And also our uh, hot topic, which NRL team is in the most trouble after two rounds? Mm. Boys? Well, we're, we're, we're do a couple of positive ones. Still, hey, boys, love the show. It was great to see the dogs playing a lot better than previous years. Can only get better each week. I'm excited. Oh, that's good. That's nice and positive. They are, yeah. they are going to Can I say something better. about the dogs? And I said Rocky it after, two was the best one. After first, the first week, even though they had a loss. Yeah, they're still going to find their way in attack with so many different players. But defensively, at least they're, at least they're doing their best and tying in together defensively. Yeah, and so that, it's not that, a bad sign. That was a big worry for me. You bring so many new players, like half the side yep. together. And and those defensive combinations are really really difficult. Mm. So that, I mean, there'd be a huge focus there. They've got some potential, haven't they, in attack? And doesn't Matty Burton add a real X factor to the Bulldogs? Yep, absolutely. So I'll ask the question again: oh, yeah. Which NRL team is in the most trouble after two rounds? But aren't we going to talk about? Can that? we stay positive again? What's here our hot the... topic? Oh, okay, okay. Oh, just give us West Tigers. West Tigers, right? Yeah, badge. Uh, yeah, I would say yeah, uh, Warriors. So, Shane, he says, hi, guys, a very embarrassed Tiger supporter here. How or can we turn this toothless Tiger around? Thanks. One embarrassed and frustrated supporter. Can you turn it around? Every team can turn can. it around, Shane. Absolutely. I think you've got the right. And I don't know whether people will feel as though that um, I'm always sticking up for Michael Maguire. I just know for a fact he's the right man for the job, and so is Tim Sheens alongside him. Um, can you turn it around? Yeah, you can, but... I think there's some players there that need some real hard truths. I thought your best player yesterday was Jackson Hastings. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. So I think there are some positive signs there, but there's some players that need some real good hard truths amongst that squad. We'll talk about that soon. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Rightio. Uh, listeners, if you want to send through yours, 0457 736 736. Got anything to say about your team? We'd love to hear it as well. Lots of uh, great texts coming through, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Badge, Sats and Woogie. How good was the battle between Payne Haas and Tavita Pango Jr.? And the Broncos are playing well. They are. Uh, Grafton really Bronco. Well. Let uh, me ask you. He says Rocky, the original, is the best. Let me ask you. Reynolds' performance. What Very do you reckon? Good. Yeah. Very good. Very Just classy. Exactly what he was. he's there for. If, uh, if everyone's play. expecting Adam Reynolds to to break the defensive line and draw the fullback and position a uh, fullback underneath the goalpost, it's not going to happen. You know the biggest disappointment was composure, composure yeah. and, and organisation and kicking game and but that ball through the legs, that <laughs> would have been one of the highlights of the year. Mm. But Tony Stags, fair income, yeah, had a shocker. Yeah, he did putting that down. Do you think he was put off because by the physical nature of the game and how physical the uh, the Bulldogs were? Who Katoni? Yeah. No, they just didn't involve him early on in the game. And then when you don't get involved, you get frustrated. And when you get frustrated, you – He played like a frustrated player. Yeah. I, I don't like the way that he's, he's – he's just trying to niggle and do stupid, crappy stuff. I've seen a Broncos centre that did that many years ago, and it was just the worst part of his game. And I'm mm. talking about Justin Hodges. And when he got it out of his game, it was outstanding. Mm. Someone so, just have a chat to 
to uh, to Katoni Stags about that. Sea Eagles and Rabbitohs still without a win. Any concerns after two rounds? Uh, I, I am concerned. Are you concerned, Woogie? Rabbitoh. Well, considering I turned it off at the 65-minute mark and they came back oh, after no. that. I was <laughs> watching Gogglebox. Uh, no, I'm not concerned. I do miss mm. Dane Gagai, though, on that side. I really uh, – They do. But, no, no. But Manly – I don't know what to think of Manly. Dane Gagai is a huge loss. Manly, I am concerned, but I think people are underestimating. And Manly fans, tell us what you think, Zero four. Five seven seven three six seven three six. I think we're underestimating the importance of Josh Schuster to the side. Uh, everyone looks at Daly Cherry Evans and and also uh, you know Jason Saab and Tommy Trebojevic as those those key attacking weapons. Josh Schuster that sits on the left hand side, like like Johnny Sutton did for South when they won the comp. Just that back row that is just another point of attack, and he's got some subtle beautiful skills about him as well, and. He links with Tommy Trebojevic really well. Yeah. I, when he returns, I think they're a different side. Right, yeah. Okay, what do you think? Listeners, 0457 736 736. Best text tonight wins that Spinal Lee's pillow. That's correct. Uh, or you can phone us, 1300 01 1170. We better get to a break. Ben Damon's about to jump on a plane and head to the States for Tim Zoo's fight this Sunday. We'll catch up with him next on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage, drive car of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day. Monday night, of course, a big fight happening this Sunday. Our time on main events. It's Tim Zhu taking on Terrell Gachet. I can't wait for this fight. This is the one. I believe you got the pronunciation right, Woogie. That's I've been practicing. been practicing. But I've been working out a way I could tell my wife because it's her birthday, remember? Mm. And I'm bringing people around to watch the fight at yep. home and she's going to prepare some canapes. Yep. You're going to say, I just want to let you know, this is how you say this bloke's <laughs> name right. before you stuff it up again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Terrell Gachet uh, and Tim Zhu. Main event, Sunday 27th. The man who will be over there calling the fight on main event is Benny Damon. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day, Ben. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, Terrell Gachet doesn't even know how to pronounce his own name, but I think it is a tricky one. I've heard it uh, <laughs> a lot of different ways over the course of the last few weeks but I'm really excited about getting over to Minneapolis and calling this fight from ringside alongside Jeff Fennick it's uh, a massive massive day in the uh, life and career of Tim Zoo that's for sure yeah we'll talk to you about your trip sitting next to Jeff in business class all the way over there that'll be another (laughs) discussion altogether but uh, Terrell Gachet in relation to Tim Zoo is it the right opponent to start your US career or is it a danger fight for him well, I guess we'll know, Sats, won't we, after the fight. If he, uh, if he wins and he looks good, then it's the right opponent. But, yeah, on paper, it's a, a big step up. Um, he's a bloke who's been the distance with uh, a bunch of real high-level opponents over there. He um, got a draw with Austin Trout as well. Uh, he's fought for a world title. He was an Olympian, so has that amateur pedigree. Um, probably more so than what Tim Zhu did. He only had a relatively brief um, amateur career. So it's a tough uh, fight for Tim over on the world stage in America, where Gachet is from. Um, it, it's a, a fight stylistically. He's going to have to uh, figure out someone a bit different to what he's figured out before. So 
Yeah, it's a, a, certainly a risky fight. It's a, a major risk to be taking because he could just sit back and wait and inevitably find himself in one corner of a world title fight. But mm. it hasn't been his style. He's continued to stay busy. He says that's what got him to this point. So he's just going to keep on doing exactly that. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll know come uh, Sunday night Australian time if it's the right opponent or if they've made a massive mistake. Yeah, now he's got the name anyway with the, the Zoo surname, which piques a lot of interest internationally from boxing, Benny. But does he need to have a devastating win to, to stay in the US and for them to stand up and take notice? Well, not really, because if he wins, he's going to fight for a world title. So, really, he could uh, win and look horrendous, and he's still going to have his shot. So, um, reputationally, obviously, to be for the best, if he can go out there and look spectacular and blast Gachet out of there and knock him out and uh, really make a statement. But uh, for Tim Zhu, he'll just be trying to get the win and trying to continue on towards a world title fight. Plenty of talk as well that that world title fight will end up in Vegas in September. That's what uh, No Limit have been telling people they're interested in doing. There's also the opportunity of that fight coming back to Australia, which would be fantastic. But uh, yeah, first and foremost, he's got to get past Terrell Gachet. And to show that he's a chance of winning that world title fight, I guess it's someone that he needs to dispose of pretty handily. So, so Tim's actually in Vegas and then going up to Minneapolis. Is that right? And, and are you you going straight to Vegas just you know, just so you can be around the training camp? Nothing to do with the night. Well, I was actually <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was meant to go to Vegas a week ago, but I um, actually did my back. Um, so I've just been trying oh. to overcome that and get myself in a decent state just to get to Minneapolis. But yeah, he's been over there um, finishing off his training camp. He's done a couple of weeks there, had some sparring sessions at the Mayweather Gym and getting a bit of media attention as well. And there is a lot of interest because it is such a big surname, obviously, Zoo. So um, they've done really well being able to get him in front of as many media types in Vegas as possible. And then he'll arrive in Minneapolis the day that I do. Um, not quite the same nightlife, I don't think. Uh, Minneapolis no. is what there is in <laughs> Vegas. And it's minus 10 degrees as well at the moment. So I uh, probably missed the best part of the trip. But, uh, yeah, it'll be good to to get over there and we'll have a decent little Australian contingent uh, ahead of the fights. And uh, then, yeah, we just really look forward to seeing how he goes and how much he can impress all these uh, new fans that he's trying to make in the U.S. Does it, does it matter really where they fight in the U.S.? Is it, is it, I was going to ask you about Minneapolis, Minneapolis but, but really is it about the number of television viewers, the people that get to see the fight as well? Yeah, well, it's on Showtime, this uh, live in the US. So it's a major broadcast. It'll have a very big audience. Um, so, yeah, it, it's not so much about where it is. Uh, it certainly is for us traveling. Uh, Vegas is sort of the spot or, or New York at Madison Square Garden and the like. I haven't been to Minneapolis before, but it is a big venue, 10,000 or so people, and they've sold a bunch of the tickets, they reckon, as well. So um, plenty of interest in boxing uh, all across the country in America. And every time there's a, a Showtime event, and particularly with PBC as the promoter, they uh, do make a big deal of it. It's a big stage for Tim Zoo to be fighting on. He's obviously headlined and made a star of himself here in Australia, but it is something different when you head over to the US mm. and you've got a whole new audience and there's a lot of pressure and people looking and people probably writing him off and saying that he's overrated and obviously he's got to try and step out of the shadow of his dad and all these bits and pieces that get into play. So uh, interesting week and interesting to see how Tim copes with it. But he's the sort of person you get the impression that he just doesn't care about pressure. He quite enjoys all that sort of stuff. So I wouldn't have thought that the uh, occasion is going to get to him, but he's only human, so we have to wait and see. 
Benny, I remember back in 2001 watching Zab Judah sitting in the crowd watching Costa Zoo fight, and he was mocking his style, more or less saying he looks like a robot, he's got nothing about his style. And, of course, we know that Costa Zoo then went on and knocked out Zab Judah in the second round. Now, Gachet has come out and said that Tim Zoo is a one-trick pony. What do you make of a comment like that when you, you know a lot about Tim and his style? Yeah, I guess you could sort of. Um, I can see what people would uh, would say. Why people might say that sort of thing about Tim Zoo? Because you, you sort of know what he's going to do. But the thing is that he just does it so well. Um, so I, I sort of um, I had that conversation with Terrell Gashay, and he, he wasn't really out there having a good crack at Tim Zoo, but he did uh, say that he probably knew what was going to be in front of him. The next thing is trying to counter that and trying to uh, win the fight himself. He didn't sound as confident about doing that but um yeah i, I can see where he's what he's saying but gee uh, a lot of people have said that about tim zoo and even though you think you know what he's going to do he still manages to catch you um time and time again and his body shots are some of the most devastating in mm. world boxing so uh yeah it's all well and good to to have that plan and to think you know what's going to be there but gee it's uh it all gets very real when someone with the uh, power and the ferocity of zoo is in front of you Ben, how, how are Aussie boxers at the moment generally viewed around the world? Uh, you know, I, I know there's been times where perhaps we were under, underestimated and it was all about the Mexicans and the, the Americans, but uh, is there a pretty high regard at the moment for the, the best of the Aussies? Yeah, I think we're sort of um, getting back into a really good spot in Australian boxing. There was a little while there where you'd see an Aussie in one side of an international fight overseas and generally he was the bloke getting knocked out. But um, at the moment, yeah, I, I think we've crept up. Obviously, Tim Zoo's on the world stage and headlining. George Cambos has shocked the world and he's found himself with world titles as well. And there's plenty of other Aussies right on the cusp as we speak. So it is a golden period in Australian boxing. Um, it's a very exciting period. And I think the world is taking some notice. You can you can just have a look at um, the interest that Zoo has got in the last week being over there and uh, the things that people are saying about him and others who are right in the mix. And even this uh, weekend is a good example because you've got the Zoo fight um, on main event in the afternoon from lunchtime um, Australian time. And in the morning, there's an Australian female, Ebony Bridge, in a world title fight and on a show in Leeds in the UK that you can watch on Fox Sports. Sky Nicholson is fighting as well. She obviously was an Olympian and a very good one and she's having her second professional fight on that show in the UK. So, yeah, it's an exciting period. Uh, a lot of fighters flying the flag and the world taking notice. The Blonde Bomber, one of the great self-promoters I've seen in world boxing, I think. Uh, Benny? She's probably the greatest self-promoter uh, that we've ever seen in any sport, just mm. about. Her, her social media presence is uh, quite phenomenal, and she just gets the game. She's a superstar. So, um, And the best thing about her is she can fight. Uh, the fight she had with Shannon Courtney when she fought for a world title in uh, just her fifth professional fight was uh, a really remarkable performance um, and she lost that fight but uh, gee she impressed the whole world and now she's a co-main event on a massive show in the UK fighting for another world title so um, yeah she's a star and really looking forward to, to seeing her in action. Now sitting next to Jeff Fennick for 15 hours on a plane to the US what do you <laughs> got yourself in store for? Um, yeah, I don't know how this is going to go. Uh, I've spent a lot of time with Jeff in recent times. We've travelled uh, domestically a lot. I've spent time in Vegas with him, so I sort of know um, what we're going to expect over there. But um, sitting alongside him on a plane for 
for that amount of time. Um, I don't know what the play is. Uh, I don't know if you use sleeping tablets or whether you just um, just <laughs> just sit there and just drink it all in and uh, see how things play out. I, I don't know, but it'll be interesting. Now, you know, real quick answer, Sonny Bill Williams, Barry Hall. I think Barry Hall. I, I wow. think that he's shown okay. enough. I think I think he's shown enough um, in that fight with Paul Gallen, and certainly with his willingness to have these fights and to prepare for them. I, I just think that he's um, yeah. I, I think it looks like a fight that he can win. Sonny mm. has all of the natural ability, and he's got the looks. Certainly, he's a supreme athlete. But I don't know if he really wants to be in boxing as much as what Barry Hall does. Um, Interesting to see how it goes. I could be completely wrong. And I saw that Andy Lee said that Sonny Bill's going to fight for a world title. But, um, yeah, I think Barry Hall probably wins the fight. He doesn't get much wrong when he when he aims to, you know, whether he's, he's in rugby a or legal or whatever, Sonny Bill. Yeah. So it's going to be a really interesting fight. Yeah, Barry, and yeah, Barry Hall was uh, great to see how tough he was on SAS. Hey, good on you, Benny. Thanks for that, mate. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, enjoy the fights uh, through the course of this week and the weekend. It's going to be a, a big one. Tim Zhu taking on Terrell Gachet a Sunday on main event. Make sure you book that fight so you don't miss out. Benny, have a safe trip, mate. Yeah, will do. Thanks a lot, boys. Enjoy. Ben Damon on Sports Day. Hey, there's a really good text here. Make sure you put your name to it. Everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face on the back of the boxing chat with Benny Damon and yeah. and Gachet and Timmy Zoo. That was a famous cool. saying from Mike Tyson. Oh, yes, you've mentioned they that They used before. to always say, oh, I've got the game plan to beat Mike Tyson. And Mike Tyson say, you can have every game plan, but wait until I punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Which NRL team is in the most trouble after two rounds? That's our hot topic tonight. We'll get to that next on Sports Day. Thanks to Kia for the all-new Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage, drive car of the year. Uh, look, there's probably areas of that. Now everyone's got their opinion. So, uh, yeah, but we'll, uh, we'll have a look at... Um, you know, how we played and what we need to do. Uh, a lot of fans upset with Madge Maguire's answer to the West Tigers' poor performance yesterday against Newcastle boys. What do they want? Well, this is on the back of our hot topic. Which NRL team is the most trouble after two rounds? There are a few that haven't had a win yet. Have they, Badge and, and Woogie and listeners? And yep. The question that was asked to Michael Maguire, and the reason why we put that in is because West Tigers, I feel as though, that are in the most trouble. Um, to be To throw what they threw up, Yesterday against the Newcastle Knights, after only two rounds, the Knights had no clamour, no Kalen Ponga. Yes, it was a home ground. Yes, there was a big crowd. Saifidi. Yeah, Saifidi out as well. Braley. The question was asked, well, that wasn't a first-grade performance. And, and Madge's answer was, well, there were some components. but mm. And a lot of people are saying it's a weak response. Now, I don't think it is at all. I think it's a coach who is not going to, first and foremost, label his players publicly. I think it's a coach that's going to talk to his players behind Absolutely. closed doors. And so, you know, to answer the, the question at which team is in trouble, I think probably the West Tigers. And before the break, I said that I think Michael Maguire is the right, is the right coach. And we've got a text message here saying, hey, guys, how can you say Maguire is the right coach? How long has he been at the Tigers? How many times have they made the eight? Now, when I say I think Maguire is the right man for the job, I think he is the right man for the job. I just feel as though that he's not getting the results that, 
that a coach of his magnitude require from a, a club like the West Tigers? I think the West Tigers, a portion of the West Tigers playing group, are very poor mentally, and I think they're very weak mentally. And I think a coach of Maguire's stature is not going to be able to connect with some of those players because they are weak-minded, well, some well, of them. stuff like this happens. Like, honestly, Tyrone Peachy sent to the sin bin for re- repeated infringements and then and smiling at the camera. Um, like down by he, 20. He to be one of their captains. Yeah. And, and this, have a listen. We'll give you get a sit on There you go. Set restart. Ruck infringement. They wouldn't let him go. And now another. Well, oh, this is sin bin. Well, the Tigers held discipline. My goodness. Ben Cummins. It was uh, pulled the trigger. Off you go to the bin, Tyrone Peachy. Tigers fans would have just been fuming at the time. Look, and I know we're going to get some more texts about him, and you can have your say on, on 0457 736 736. On another, on another team here. Hey, boys, can you please tell me how Manly are paying $1.28 for this week's game against the Bulldogs? Mm. This is from Nathan. I understand everyone is waiting for Tommy Turbo to do something, but they've been the worst team by far in the comp in the opening two rounds. There you go. They have been very underwhelming, Manly. Badge, who did you? Which team do you think uh, needs to improve the most after round two? Are you with are oh, you Raiders? With... Oh, although I mean, there's a bunch of sides that you know Raiders last they won their first game, but that that was that was really poor on the weekend. They've got some injuries and stuff, but. Then you look at the Rabbitohs, who've got a lot of work to do. The Warriors, I, I said earlier, I think, look, it's it's only two rounds in and, and things can turn around in a hurry. But there's some t- sides there that are already starting to, you know, scratch or coaches scratch their heads thinking, gee, how are we going to fix this? Well, St. Boyd agrees with you, Badge. The Warriors at this stage are going to struggle. West Tigers are not good, but it's only two rounds. Yep. End of the season. You're right. Another text here. The year 2000 called and want their dinosaur coach, Madge Maguire, coach back. Now, a lot of listeners out there, and a lot of rugby league fans think that the game of rugby league has this, you've got to have this strategic brilliance to be a great coach. It's, it's so far from the fact in relation to the styles of coaches. The one thing, if you want to be a successful rugby league club and a side badge and agree mm. to disagree, is that you've got to have a great work ethic, a tough mentality around your work ethic. And I don't think some of the West Tigers players have got it. And work ethic's not about what you do at training. Everyone mm. trains hard. Everyone's fit. It's what you do when you're away from the training paddock yep, that separates absolutely. you from you and the rest. And, uh, you know, Tyrone Peachy, what you just touched on, Badge, not only the repeated infringements, but when they were 20 down, yeah, he smiled at the camera when he was chasing a ball and the play had been called back and he kicked the ball and he followed it and he smiled into the camera when the one that's on the sideline in the end goal. And there was a team photo image just before the season kicked off and – it's a very serious photo, and he's got these hand signals going while everyone else is trying to be really serious as a team. And, again, he's that represents one of the skippers mm. who are supposed to represent your club and what they stand for. And Maybe this is why the Titans were happy to, for him to go as well. Yeah, well, you've got Luke Brooks now. There's been headlines saying he's not happy. And Buzz Rothfield saying this morning that um, his desperate plea to, you know, he's been asked, he's asked for a release twice. And is still not happy. Well, Luke, what I'm saying is you, you're getting paid a lot of money and you are the halfback of the side. Mm. Whether you're happy or not, your pride is on the line as well. The legacy that you want to leave as a rugby league player, mm. wherever you are, is on the line. And you need to take control of that side because you're the halfback. Uh, another good text here from the Reptile. South need more experience, a more experienced centre to work with Walker. And Cook needs 
to think first, uh, think run first, pass second. Uh, he did a lot, hell of a lot of defence. He did 50-something mm. tackles in that first 60 minutes or so. Uh, Tigers need to make the strong call and send Brooks to reserve grade. Well, I'm not sure other people agree, but um, give us your opinion. Let me ask you about the Eels. There's lots of talk around the Eels and players not happy again already. Here we are two are weeks into the season. Yeah, I'm hearing that some players have asked for a release. Really? From the yeah, Eels? absolutely. So Who? Two games in. Hmm. They love Who? their coach. The players love their coach. That would surprise me. Um, I suppose the questions that are going to be thrown up around the Parramatta Eels is they beat the Gold Coast Titans, but they still conceded 28. And to lose on full time, the question will be asked, how come they can't stay focused for an entire 80 minutes? Why mm. do they drift in and out of games? But again, I mean, it's 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 content for us to talk about because it's our job and it's only two rounds and – I think the Parramatta Eels will come good. I think South Sydney will come good. Uh, I hope the West Tigers come good because West Tigers fans deserve the West Tigers to play in the finals because they've got such a great supporter base. But I can't see it happening. Yeah, the Warriors this week. Mm. Someone's going to get off their duck on uh, Friday night. Uh, we're going to go to a break when we come back. More of your text messages, including a really good one about the Swannies. Well, I want to talk about the Swannies and their great win over GWS on the weekend. This is Sports Day. The all-new Kia Sportage has just been crowned Drive Car of the Year. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage, drive car of the year. Welcome back to it, Badge and Sats. Monday night, the Aussies two for 77, by the way, against Pakistan, day one of the third test in Lahore. What was your amazing uh, stat about Lahore in the test finishes? It's in the top three locations, ovals, that games finish in draws. Crap stack. Crap stack. I think we're just due for that again. Mm. That yeah. is a poker machine at the end, isn't it? That's mm. Definitely. Uh, 0457736736 is our text number tonight. Best text tonight wins that Spinal Ease pillow. Uh, you can text us about anything from the weekend in rugby league. And obviously the performance of the West Tigers is a very, very hot topic, boys. We're talking about the favourite Rocky as well, because I spoke about on Saturday from 12 o'clock onwards on 9 Go, one of the the nine channels that um, every Rocky movie was on. We've got a lot of How votes many here. are there? Well, if you take... 12, isn't it? If you take Creed into account, there's it's two not, Creeds. There's about seven, seven or eight Rocky movies. So there's six There's six Rockies mm. and two Creeds. See, they missed the, missed the boat with Creeds. They could have done Creed 6, 5, 4, 3, you know, like carry the Creed on. What about young Rocky? Should they do it from when he's about... Six years old and coming through and growing up on the main oh, street. Prequels, bad. Yeah. Prequel. I can't believe. They like Star it. Wars. Like he's a street fighter. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yo, Adrian. Adrian's not even in the picture yet. No. She's not even working at the pet shop yet. The, she's, at, <laughs> she's at a different school. We could see her apply for the job at the at pet the shop. At the pet store. This is great. And do the interview with a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> this could work for us. What was the name of Rocky's dog? Uh, Butkus. Butkus. Yeah. Wow. Evening, gents. Now, Woogie, besides <laughs> oversized waistlines, we actually share something else in common. This hey, is Rooster hey. Moz. Rooster Moz. Woogie, are you offended? Oh, yeah. Our love of the magnificent Swannies. How good was it to belt our despised arch enemy late on Saturday Arvo in their territory? Badge, I won't mention your Raiders. No, you just and to did. you, Sats, you didn't inform us last Friday of how many Durry 
Darry Burns, your oh, hotel room had in the lino. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, did you have the lino? There was no carpet, no lino. I don't even know what the flooring was. All I knew was my feet stuck to it. <laughs> but was there a did a kid have a game of hopscotch in that room beforehand? Because there was chalk markings on the floor, oh. wasn't there? Yeah, there's a chalk. There's an outline of a. Of a, of a body. And a oh, cat. it was a body. Do you and know? A cat. I remember walking up the hallway to go and check in. I was going, Big what rat. is this place? And then there was, you know, like the movies you see in America where a guy hires a room for an hour. Yeah. And there's a guy sitting behind the counter with a white singlet <laughs> with like grease marks across the chest. I went, what did you expect for $35, Sat? I can't stay here. Seriously, I but can't Sats, believe you did that. Was it $35 for the hour or was it 35 <laughs> bucks for the whole night? Because they also rented rooms by the hour, didn't they? Yeah, and they did. Did you get the one with the, the, the bed vibrates when you put some coins? The coins. <laughs> it was a water uh, bed badge. Hey, uh, I've got, uh, yeah, from Blue Haven Magpies. G'day, boys. Gee, it's tough work being a Tigers fan. All we want to see is effort. Yeah. I mean, I think... I think it's it's a big call to say the effort's not there. Sometimes you just can't you can't see a team hunting as a pack. And that's and the thing, Badge. When you think effort, you think other. oh, people are giving up. It's not people giving up. It's it's players and the effort, and it's going to the extra effort, isn't it? So if your mate is if your mate is taking a hit up coming out of the the danger the twenty meter zone, you want someone pushing up on the outside of him. The opposition looks like they're going to come back with the ball back against the defensive line. You want your mate from the inside coming in and sweeping in yeah, and cleaning that up. Working for each That's other. effort, and I, I, I just don't see it from some it's of the the extra efforts you want. Some of the the Tigers players, mm. um, I just don't see it there from some of them. Yeah. So why is it Madge's fault? Is is it is it like everyone blames well, Madge, and they're already calling for his acting. I'm not blaming Madge. No, no, you but guys. But the good aren't. coaches get players playing for each other and playing together. Madge, I think, is a very good – he's won a premiership at the Bunnies. It must be a very difficult group to crack, to get them to all really buy in and dead set say, I'm going to do any – I don't care about, you know, it, my you know my, my own stats are or individual performance. I just want this team. I'm going to do anything I need to do for this team to win, to, to play as well as we possibly can. I don't see that enough from them. Do you know if the Tigers were successful in getting Dale Finucane to the club? Darfinukin's not going to win you games in relation to points scored or you know tries created or whatever it may be. What he's going to do is he's going to draw a standard with your playing group that when the coach turns his back, that he'll have every player believing what the Tigers want to stand for in that season. Yeah, I'm sure they've got players that are in that category where the others should be embarrassed if they're not having a crack all the time at training and giving their all, but. Look, something's not right, and mm. uh, you know Tim Sheens and Madge between them would be trying to work that out. As we speak, hey, let's go to the uh, the Parramatta Eels and the Reptile says, you might not agree, but I think the Eels problem is and always will be Moses and Gutho. Two players that have done absolutely nothing but carry on like future immortals. Jeez. Wow, that's cruel. Is Gutho, if Gutho was a good captain, they wouldn't need a co-captain for this season. Oh, wow, that's harsh. tough. Mm. Um, 0457 736 736. Uh, Sats Lyle from Lower. Is it sure that Sylvester Stallone got inducted into the Boxing Hall of Fame? He did honorary. Honorary Boxing <laughs> oh, Hall of no. Fame. Oh, no. Do they know it wasn't real? It's, you know, it's based loosely on a an actual fighter. Yeah, not the Bayon leader. Was, yeah, it wasn't named Rocky. Was. Yeah. He should have gone in, not Rocky. <laughs> Chuck Wepner. He what? fought Ali. Really? Yeah. So it's based on him. I didn't know that. Based on Chuck Wepner. 
Did mm. not know that. From the fighting city Creed, of Philadelphia. Uh, Apollo Creed is based on the style of Ali and the, and the yeah. marketing. And, yeah, the Bayon Bleeder, his name was. There's not much about boxing. Sats doesn't know. This is Sports Day for the all-new Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. More of your texts just around the corner. something to say text us anytime 0457 736 736 this is sports day with badge and sats when making the double chicken deluxe at maccas we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender aussie chicken with cheese tomato and aioli so we doubled it chicken and maccas together and loving it Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. available after 10 30 a.m for a limited time only